1: Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast for round 16, 2018. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Adam <laughs> Rosemarks and joining me to... Uh, oh, come on, buddy. No, come on, mate. Come on. It's okay. He's... Uh, he's not dead. Cyril's Cyril's still in our hearts, mate. He's, he's still gone. there.
0: He's gone,
1: Adam. <laughs> it's okay. He's... You've still got the jumper with his number on. You still, I
0: still got his jumper. I got a jumper mate, with his name still, written on it, and I've got mate, a jumper that he signed.
1: You're still a you're still a fuckwit adult wearing a, a a jumper that's signed by, I'm still by a still It's okay. that goes
0: to grand finals with the name of Cyril on his back.
1: Yeah, you're still that same dickhead that wore that jumper to a person's I'm wedding. Still, I'm still the adult guy wedding. That,
0: that, oh wait. Premiership dinner, I saw Cyril and I was wearing his jumper with the name Cyril written on the back. And I went up to him and said, hey, Cyril, I'm you.
1: <laughs> See, that doesn't change, right? That's never gone. You're still, oh, in his dude. memory, in his mind, you're still that fucking goose that he doesn't know.
0: Dude, it's brutal. I mean, the darkest day in Australian sport, surely, surely. The the, the farewell of Cyril. It's enormous.
1: When, when did he last play? Give me that.
0: Uh, probably out. Uh, seven eight weeks ago, I reckon. Yeah. Okay, Heard okay. So you've,
1: you've you've had time, you've had time to to get used to him. And can I just point out, like I I know Cyril's gone now. He's retired. He's going to head back to the Tiwi Islands. But let's just look at the positives, mate. You've still got Ryan makers on your list. Yeah, we do have the very handsome Ryan Showmakers. Yes, John O'Rourke is still running around for Box Hill. You know, technically Ty Vickery is still on your list. So <laughs> yeah, true. It's not all bad down at, down at, uh, down at the Hawks. <laughs> totally okay.
0: Wasn't that a, 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 a brief little f- flashback to the past? Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Sir was gone. It's very tragic. Um, uh, but, you know, uh, four flags, uh, one Norm Smith, uh, three All-Australian. What can you say about the great man? I mean, Bruce McIntyre is very sad. Um, all Hawthorne fans are very sad. Have you ever heard of a player where there was such heartfelt sadness for one player?
1: It's fucking ridiculous.
0: Just by the fact that he was loved by all people.
1: I... You say all?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. How can you paint I mean, Cyril I am glad... A...
1: I am glad to see the back of that dirty little chicken winger. <laughs> now...
0: Yeah, the chicken winger that we're in the fucking 2013 Grand Final, he not only... He got reported for a chicken wing uh, after the game, but... Did he get reported in the Grand Final? He got reported in the Grand Final for a chicken wing... But yeah. on the fucking actual day, he got a mm. free kick for holding the ball and kicked a goal. So he, he got a free kick and then got suspended afterwards.
1: Did he get suspended after that grand final for yeah. a chicken wing? For a chicken wing, yeah. How has that slipped through the uh, the, the football memories? How have people... See, that's, what's, that's what fucking Hawthorne does. That's what Cyril does. But, dude, how many, people, how, many people, how many people
0: get a free kick and then also get suspended for the same free kick that they got?
1: Because he's a dirty little cheat and people... <laughs> Are uh, seduced by his uh, silky skills, yeah. and I I don't like it. It's uh, I mean I can't believe I am stunned. He's only twenty eight.
0: Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Uh, debuted oh eight. Um, dude, that Richmond goalie kicked that goal underground. He kicked that mm. round two or something. It was incredible. The highlight. Yeah,
1: round. just I, I did watch some of those highlight pack. And how like how over the top of the highlight packages? It was like. It was like he'd passed away, suddenly. Well, I was talking
0: to a friend of the show, uh, show Limo, on Tuesday night. He was saying, if you arrived in Melbourne... Oh, were you, were you...
1: Did you only speak because Cyril resigned?
0: Is that what that phone conversation was about? <laughs> it actually about? was. Called friend of the show, Declan Fay. Uh, Sent a, uh, a, a text to friend of the show, uh, DeWalk Jaya Uh Yeah, there was a lot of communication going on with Hawthorne fans on, on the day. But I, I, I talked to Limes that You're night. Fucking losers. <laughs> mm. I talked to Leems that night and he was saying if you'd arrived in Melbourne from overseas and you had no idea about AFL he <laughs> said you would you would have felt like you would have felt like a like the Prime Minister had passed away. Like a former yeah. Prime Minister had passed away. Yeah. Yeah. But man, dude, so young. So young. Like a comet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, it, you know, when you do look back on those highlights, he is uh, fucking unbelievable. The yeah, speed, incredible. like, incredible. and also I didn't realize his uh, running patterns were so good. Uh, just where he ran to, and you know, give the, the the give and go. But his pace was, can I just say, I think it was electric. Oh, Might really? Would
0: you would, mm, you, would mm. you go as as far as saying that Surreal is maybe an excitement machine? Would you go that far?
1: I think I would. Yeah, actually I'd never heard that before. Have you trademarked that? <laughs> I, I would definitely call him a machine that produced excitement. <laughs> yes.
0: But he's off. Uh poor dude. They talked about him playing at Saint Mary's, uh, up in Darwin. Um so his lovely game isn't done, but he like they talk about him kinda of going up there and um and playing for Saint Mary's, which I mean dude, if you're gonna rock up and you're playing on the half-forward flank and then fucking you got a man up Cirioli...
1: Imagine that. You're just a fat bloke. You've had a couple of couple yeah. of froths the night before. Yeah, and you go, who am I on? You go, I'm not another Rioli. <laughs> fuck, they're everywhere up here. And then they, and he goes, what's his name? And he goes, Cyril. You go, oh, fuck, that's the same name as the guy from Hawthorne in the AFL. Yeah. And they go, yeah. no, mate, that, um, that's him. <laughs> Good one. He still plays AFL for Hawthorne. Who am I on? They go, no, it's... It's him.
0: Yeah, it'd be a nightmare. But we don't need him, mate. It's, the Hawks are flying. The Hawks are absolutely flying.
1: Absolutely Do you think maybe flying. maybe you asked him to leave? You're just like, I'll tell you what, the team is just too balanced at the moment.
0: Well, yeah, uh, yeah, the salary cap burden. Yeah, we kind of <laughs> <laughs> we need, yeah. need
1: to get, you know, you don't need dead weight like
0: Cyril hanging around the club.
1: Oh that annoys me as well. He's going to free up salary cap space so now you can go and get a couple of other fucking guns to add to your well, team. It sounds Jesus like if, if, Christ. I don't know
0: if you read the papers like it sounds like we're going to fucking Lynch and Sloan and fucking just walk in a very beautifully
1: link. Mm-hmm. Well, if you think though, if you lose Cyril and Vickery's salary cap cuz he is technically still on your list. Yeah. That's a mil- that's a million bucks in one season freed up that's a lot in your
0: salary cap yeah yeah well for a salary cap that's about 8 million or so like a lot of cash yeah and also um, how the fuck was Vickery being paid that much in the first place
1: well he was on about five or 600 grand wasn't he which is apparently what Jordan Lewis was really pissed off about because he couldn't get a long term well paid deal and also if Vickery leaves the team doesn't he just forfeit that I think it works out in terms of, like, uh,
0: being a free agent and the like. You have to include certain amounts of money into the salary cap as opposed to if you're just a a regular recruit. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I think there are are kind of different rules for free agency people and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, okay. Hey, should we go through the ladder? Especially very talented ones like Ty Vickery. Yes, let's have a run through the ladder because that means we start at the very top and we'll probably run out of steam at around <laughs> at around 15, 16. So There's probably nothing to talk about after we talk about any teams that can't make the eight. So yeah, let's let's start at number one and work, out, <laughs> and work we'll our way down. We'll lose for just interest a bit. kind of halfway through. <laughs> yeah yeah, I reckon that would be great if we could completely and utterly. Because then, you know how you were sobbing at the start? Good sh- <laughs> good chance I'll finish off the potty like that.
0: Okay, we still live in this dystopian future where Richmond and Collingwood are fucking number one and two. okay? I cannot fucking imagine that. I've never lived in this world. I've officially never lived in this world because I think you last, last week said that it was the mid-70s, I think. When 1977. Was... Dude. So, oh, okay, I was born. I was born, okay? I was born. Yep. Uh, and now we've got Eagles after that. So we've got the Giants and the Eagles playing... Eagle was a nine points up uh, yeah. during the third, if
1: I'm right. Yes. So so let's let's just quickly talk about the Tigers. They they smashed the Crows in the, uh, the second grand final. Can you have a second grand final rematch? Yeah,
0: why not? Why not?
1: How long can the grand final rematch go for? Like for 10, 15 years ago? There was a grand final rematch from 2003.
0: And I like your terminology, the rematch, not a replay, okay? Many people yes. say it's a grand final replay. No, it's not, not a, a replay. Final. It's a rematch. No,
1: no, no. Yeah. So they uh, they get away with a 47-point win. So it was almost was a replay because it was a 48-point win in the initial uh, grand final. Oh, I got but you. Uh, are the Crows done? They're, they're at uh, seven wins. They're two games and a uh, hefty percentage, 21%. They're essentially, Michael, I'm going to say they're three games outside the eight.
0: I would think they're done by now by the fact they do have to probably a few teams. Yeah, I think, yeah. Okay. so they're, they're cooked.
1: It, it's all over. Crows done. Calling it. So is it now time to put players on ice Okay. Send him in for surgery. Keep Think Rory
0: about... Sloane on 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 ice and just yeah. you know, just 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 very, very carefully to keep Rory Sloan perfectly fit. Keep him fine. <laughs> keep him fine.
1: For, for Adelaide next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big pre season yeah. next year. Yeah, okay. So is it time to start looking to uh, to okay, question without notice. Is it start uh, time to start looking to two thousand and nineteen and get games into the kids?
0: Yeah, cool. Okay, I think I think round about round eighteen. I think was when you do that stuff, and you got to find out what they're gonna do. Because math- math- mathematically, they have seven games I think still to go, so they could win seven in a row. So you go, oh look, they win fourteen games, but I think you need to wait a little bit longer before you put them into hospital.
1: Okay. Oh, I like your thinking, mate. I like your thinking. And also, then do you need to play? Uh, you know, play the players at the at the uh, round eighteen mark? Is that when you start to see who's going to be on your list next year? We next need year. to know about yeah. these guys who are running around in the sandful. Yeah,
0: for sure, for sure. And uh, mm-hmm. and also, I would by round eighteen also get Collective Mind back. Okay, that's my big call. Get them back oh. in. Have, give them a month off. they give them given given a spell for a month. Yep. At round eighteen, they're back in.
1: So I like what you're doing there. So you send collective minds off. They've told them, mate you're gone, but really they've just sent them back to the twos. Basically, so collective, yeah. collective mind are running their bullshit mind games for, uh, sure. for some for some shitty business on the Gold Coast. Adelaide <laughs> go. They did a really good job. They turned around their sales uh, projections for this month. Yep, yep.
0: They're back on board. Collective mind back in town. That's what, that's my yeah. big thing. I think I want like I want to have a more offensive uh, pre-season <laughs> camp. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah.
0: So we got Eagles there. We got Port Fourth Swan. I
1: think mate, you're skipping through. We're not talking about what's going on. Okay, you, we you get... just want to get down to 8th do don't you? We're Hawthorner. <laughs>
0: well, we should get Eagles to pump up. Get a lot of talk from our uh, WA friends. We don't talk about the Eagles enough. We should talk about the Eagles.
1: Well, can I just say? I mean, uh, to beat the the Giants have been flying the last few weeks. They've won uh, four of their last five, but. They lost Jeremy Cameron a few weeks ago to an elbow injury, yep. uh, not, not and then they week. lost yeah they lost Jonathan Patton to the knee. So that means another three weeks without Jeremy Cameron. Does that mean officially the GWS are done now?
0: That's a good question, man. Like I'm looking at the um, I'm looking at ninth, tenth, and eleventh. Yeah. So North Giants and Adelaide. Mm. So North are equal to Hawthorne on nine wins, and yep. also Geelong and Melbourne on nine wins. So they can jump up. Sheesh, Giants. I think Giants have to win tonight.
1: So as we head into the the last quarter, two minutes in, the Giants trail by 9 points, 64 to 55. So, I mean, the Eagles have lost the last three. So they need this.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure, sure.
1: Yeah. I remember when they were flying? They went like 10 in a row. 10 in a row. Everyone was saying they're back, basically back to the grand final. And then they lost Kennedy and Darling. And it's all fallen apart. The wheels are off. Yeah. That'd can happen. the wheels? Can you put the wheels back on at this stage of the season?
0: Fuck, man, I'm still fucking looking at Richmond and Collingwood, one and two. I can't believe it. I, I generally can't believe it.
1: A very good win by the Pies today as well over Essendon. So uh, Essendon are done now, are they not? They're at seven wins. They're on ninety four percent. They're effectively, like I said, with the Crows. Two games plus a massive percentage outside the eight. Are uh, they cooked? You would imagine so,
0: yeah. So there was a bit of fun and games between Eddie and Kevin Sheedy over the last couple oh, of days.
1: They, they love a bit of banter.
0: Love a bit of banter. Uh, and mm. Kevin Sheedy described uh, Eddie and uh, Nathan Buckley as uh, Turak Cowboys, mm. uh, joking that their decision to live in one of Melbourne's most exclusive suburbs uh, was a sign that Magpies had lost their working-class roots.
1: Yeah, because does Sheeds live in a St. Albans, does he? That's
0: actually a good question, though. Like, um, um, Where does Sheeds live?
1: Do you know? I, I actually don't know where uh, Kevin Sheedy lives. If anyone out there uh, does know, give us a uh, give us his address. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, picture of the house. Yeah. I imagine that Sheeds is in an affluent neighbourhood.
0: I would imagine so, yes. Yeah. So people who are uh, maybe from outside Melbourne, uh, hello, Tel Aviv. Uh, Turek is a wealthy suburb in uh, Melbourne uh, where... Many uh, very very wealthy people live, mm, um, mm. but downside, there aren't really many shops nearby. Okay, so And how do you know that? Because there aren't many shops nearby.
1: Yeah, and why? How would you be aware of the uh, the location of shops <laughs> in the in the Greater Turek area? But Where you, did you go up by the way? You can't really walk down the Mookbar. Okay, I'm,
0: that's what I'm saying. How come? Uh, it's just. Things are far away. Things are far, far, far
1: away. Okay, so so you might get in your uh, your C class Mercedes and drive down to the shops. Is that is that what you're doing?
0: Well, Shades would probably fucking live where you fucking grew up. Uh, if yeah, well that's what earth.
1: I thought. I thought he would be out there in an area. Mm. Uh, but then he tried to he tried to claim that like uh, Ascot Vale and and Avondale Heights, I think he might have mentioned, were like working class. It's like, dude. Every footballer lives in Ascot Vale. Every footballer plays for a northern suburbs team.
0: They all do, yeah. Essendon and uh, North Melbourne, they all live there, don't they?
1: Yeah, and even even kind of Carlton players, because it's not far. Uh, it's just a drive up Maribyrdong Road, sort of Brunswick Road. It's a very very affluent area. It's not uh, it's not too rack, but uh, it's got some expensive property. So she's, uh, I don't want to you know I don't want to disrespect the old cunt, but pull your head in. Huh.
0: So can we head down to the bottom of the ladder,
1: Adam? So Port Adelaide are going great guns. They've <laughs> cemented themselves in the top four. Sydney lost on Friday, uh, Thursday night to the Cats. So they slip outside the top four for the first time uh, in quite some time. Are Port Adelaide real and ordeal? Port Adelaide are not real and ordeal. Is that right? They're are you making... saying, can, can a team with Jack Watts in it <laughs> be in the... the top four?
0: Fuck, man. If he walks up and gets the medal, okay, game over. Um, no, I will say... Port Adelaide are not real and ordeal. And I'll go out on a limb and say mm-hmm. no team is real and ordeal this year. Not even Richmond? Not even Richmond. Well, I've, you've lost your fucking mind. I'm going out on a limb. And okay. Tack Me, I'm going to say no team. Soft year, no mm-hmm. team is real and ordeal.
1: So are you saying all the way down to whoever might be at eighth at this point in time could win the Premiership Cup.
0: But we are not real and ordeal. Can we talk about 18th, though? Can we? <laughs> so Melbourne.
1: Melbourne have turned. So <laughs> Sydney dropped down to 5th, and they're on 10 wins. Melbourne. Uh, and what What is it with Sydney not being able to win at uh, the SCG? Oh, no, I it no, it's,
0: it's happened a handful of times, yeah.
1: Yeah, it gets in their heads. They just, they prefer. You know what they love? They love uh, uh, departure lounge food. They love going to the Virgin Lands. They love getting uh, you know, some fruit salad in the tiniest bowl you've ever seen. They love a, a free latte handed over the counter. Yeah, putting if a little bread
0: to... putting a little bread in the toaster machine that kind of just rolls through and toasts it yeah. like in about half a minute. Yeah. They so love that shit.
1: If they're doing all that stuff themselves on that day, they've fucking got no idea. Yeah, you know what they sure. need to they need to set up in the change rooms at the SCG before a game, make it look Quintus like the Virgin Lands, Virgin Departure Lounge. <laughs> And that way, they run out of the ground. They go, where are we? I can't even remember. Fuck, there's a lot of Swans fans here. Yeah, Good on them for traveling wherever we are.
0: <laughs> we're away from home. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Melbourne. So too Ma-
1: Melbourne uh, Melbourne had a win. And a, and a very, very big win up in Darwin against Frio. I mean, that is, that's huge. That has put them back in premiership contention uh, until next week. Because um, remember... <laughs> Remember, we'd written Melbourne off. They were they were gone. They were cooked. They were no good. And now they're back into it. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. I, I wonder actually what, what Melbourne's
0: fixture looks like. Do they have a big game coming up?
1: Uh, they got the Doggies next week. Yeah. And then they have, just quickly looking at the fixture, then they got Geelong. Okay. Down, that, that could be a good test down, for them down at GbH Stadium a grievous bodily harm so that's in round 18 that he, is the big that's the big that's the test for them
0: you know that's a big test but also I mean looking at the ladder they're sixth and seventh right now you know that's mm. that that calls up for that's a uh, eight point game yeah, mate that's absolutely. An eight point
1: game eight yeah. shaper right there it's doing everything isn't it so the cats a uh, fantastic win up in Sydney I can't get a bloody handle on Geelong are they good are they no good what's going on yeah for sure they're thereabouts aren't they
0: like, they're actually, I don't, I don't, I don't think they're a bottom of the eight side. You think they're top four? Uh I think they're close too. Yeah, yeah. I think I think if the cats came in like seven or eighth, like that would be uh, a poor performance for them this year.
1: You know what they are, Michael? You, they're a team that you don't want to face in September. <laughs> and like, because there's a lot of teams you go, oh, we want to face them. I want to have that team running out against me in yeah. September. And I'll tell you what, the Cats, they're not one of them.
0: Yeah, sure, sure.
1: Uh, then uh, Hawthorne are number eight. So North Melbourne are at uh, at ninth. Can North make the finals? Uh, yep, yeah, they can. They can.
0: Um, let's... At whose expense, young Michael? Well, I won't say my team, but if you look at it, like there are nine games as are Hawthorne, Geelong and Melbourne. So mm. any team could be pushed out. But having said that, the Swans are on um, team games, so they're not far away. So a long way to go, mate.
1: You know what this uh, this also kind of screams too? Can we get to 18th? Uh, so any team in the top 10 at the moment, because percentage is basically separating teams from second down to, say, say down to ninth, mm-hmm. you're going to get a lot of teams who aren't taking the foot off the throat. No. They're going to go. They're going to try and bury motherfuckers. Can we get to 18th? yet? So then you've got the Giants at 10. <laughs> Adelaide, uh,
0: Eastern Fremantle, Western Bulldogs, St Kilda, Brisbane Lions, Gold Suns, and then.
1: So can we just say a big shout out to the Brisbane Lions <laughs> jumping up to sixteenth with a fantastic win over a very very good team. Very, I mean,
0: very committed. Yeah. <laughs> no, did you, uh, mate? Did you watch yesterday?
1: Uh, Carlton v Brisbane. Yeah, yeah. Did you have to check it out? Can I? Can I just point out? Okay, Carlton lost, but Brisbane. They won three premierships in a row.
0: They did a long time ago. Yep, yep.
1: Well, th- does it does time matter? I mean, it was two thousand one to two thousand and three, but that was a very good team, and so the 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 remnants of that are still around. The culture, oh, the culture, yeah, still there. The culture, yeah. yeah. Carlton, Carlton can't compete with that culture. How you going, mate?
0: I mean, I mean. You you would definitely get the uh the first round draft pick now. So you find Yeah,
1: no, that's that's done us a, a world of good mm. over the journey. Uh Cruiser, mm. he dominates every time he yeah, runs. Yeah, the out. other three that you had. Yeah. No, you've been uh, great. Jacob Wiedering, he's he's uh, uh call him Jack Watering. He mm-hmm. is uh, Jack Watts part two. Um Mark Murphy. Yeah. Decided he'd decided he'd stick around just for the fucking element.
0: Wasn't Gibbs for, um, number one too? Oh yeah.
1: yeah. Oh yeah. Price so is.
0: you've had four. You've had four.
1: Oh, that's no In doubt. recent yep. times. Mm-hmm, yep, mm mm-hmm.
0: Dude, what the fuck? It's bullshit. What are you getting at? That you fucking, why are you fucking picking fucking, you are got fucking four number one picks and you're not a fucking champion team. That's fucking bullshit.
1: And then Brendan Bolton was trotting out injuries and said, you know what he said yesterday? You know what he said, Michael? He said the Carlton Footy Club is going to be defined by pressure. And if we're defined by pressure, then we are the fucking worst football team that has ever set foot on an (laughs) AFL slash VFL ground, even allowing for GWS and Gold Coast in their first years, at least those kids put in some fucking effort, because they thought, how good is this to be an AFL footballer? They loved it. But the Carlton Football Club, they just run out there. Mate, you've never seen skills like this. You've watched Oz Kickers.
0: Fucking nail targets better than this. Can you take me through the moment? Like, um, can I take you through the day? Like, uh, did you watch it somewhere? Did you... Yeah.
1: So I went to the uh, the Birmingham Hotel on the corner of Smith and Johnson Streets in Fitzroy with my mm-hmm. friend Tim, a mm-hmm. uh, very dedicated Carlton supporter. So we sat there and uh, we ordered some nachos and some uh, mac and cheese because we figured if Carlton's going to go down, then we may as well take our hearts down with us. <laughs> and we were down by two points at quarter time. It was a pretty scrappy first quarter. Um, and then, as you'd expect, a side like Brisbane, they're going to capitalise on a few areas. And they went on a run of nine goals straight. Mm-hmm. And then we debated at half uh, because I'm not drinking at the moment, and Tim was uh, drinking, and then we debated whether or not I would go home at that point and leave the pub. And I thought, no, I'll stick it out for him so he can have a few beers and not sit there like a loser like I would. Sure, sure. And then we tried to work out, uh, where do we go from here? We will get the first round pick. What does that do for us? Are we going to destroy another young man's future? Like I was, uh, yesterday, they were showing the live ladder for Carlton Brisbane. It's like, don't do that to us. We know. We're anchored. Yeah. We couldn't have got off. (laughs) Wrong end. We couldn't have got off. And also, instead of showing that, cut to... Cut to some under-18s players crying with their families. (laughs) Going, I'm going to go to court, Mum and Dad. I can't do it. I can't do it. So isn't isn't this year a super draft? Absolutely. So we can can ruin the lives of uh, several young children. Gotcha. Gotcha. If I was a gun 18-year-old right now, I would be lying behind parked vehicles in driveways, hoping that Dad backs over me. In the driveway and then yell out, go forward, Dad, go forward. So he does it twice. Gotcha,
0: gotcha. So safe to say you're, you're not a happy Carlton fan at the minute.
1: Can you remember me as a happy Carlton fan?
0: I, I want to reach, reach through the screen and give you a hug. The hurt? Yeah, it's hurt. A well, time gonna... for you, mate. Because when I mean, Hawthorne's eighth, they're going to make hopefully make the finals. But Carlton, oh, God! But God, I'm, I hope yeah. that fucking comes back to haunt
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> it will, it will. We haven't even got anything to look forward to. We've got the Saints this week, and in a couple of weeks we've got the Gold Coast Suns up at the bomb shelter. They are potentially only two chances. Then we've got Frio again over there. Yeah. And as as you've seen, Carlton don't travel well. We mm. don't. Uh, we don't stay at home well. We don't do anything well. Uh, our skill areas yesterday were just like beyond embarrassing. What do you think about Brandon Bolger? I wanna see him angry. I don't see any rage. That's yeah. what really pisses me off. He comes there and he trots out the the cliches of like, you know, we wanted to be defined by pressure, you know, this and that's happened. It's just like what fucking team are you selecting? Levi Casbold gets dropped. They don't play Harry Mackay, who's our young uh, young up and coming forward. You go. We know what we're going to get from Levi. You've dropped him. Mm-hmm. Put the kid in. Do mm-hmm. something with it. You know, if we're defined by pressure, where is it? Why aren't you giving people sprays? Be angry in a pre- in a press conference. Say there's going to be changes. Be pissed off. That's what you want to see.
0: Uh, should we change the topic? Make you feel better?
1: No, no, no. Let's keep going.
0: Have a good news, Adam. Yeah. The uh, footbridge in Perth.
1: This is fantastic news. People have walked across it. It's yeah. proven itself as a bridge of defeat.
0: Now, my, my understanding is that it's not actually open yet. Uh, it's still been kind of like tested by like, uh, local people. Yep, yep. But it is not far from being open. So it's a marathon project uh, 740 cubic metres of concrete, uh, 36,000 bolts, uh, thi- 52,000, no, 5200 cubic metres of cement and 900 metres of programmable LED lighting. There we go. Oh, that's
1: not good. That's just going to be slicing up fans right in the centre. Yeah, fucking hell. People just be... It's going to be the, the death bridge.
0: But it's not far away. So we've got a picture of the premiere here on ABC News, wandering mm. across it, strolling, strolling across it beautifully. Uh, but it's a pretty fancy footbridge, man, so it's open. It, well, not far from being open.
1: Yes, technically it, it uh, can take uh, passengers, but is not open to the public as yet. Now, can we have a crack at the name? I'm going to say the the Matagarup uh, Bridge. Yep. yep, you're right, yep. Matagarup. Is, if anyone from uh, Perth or anyone can help us out with the uh, pronunciation of that, I don't want to uh, get it wrong, but we're going with Matagarup Bridge. That uh, It's just, I mean, it's going to be known as the WA footbridge. I'll
0: tell you what, man, I'm looking at the ground. Like, it looks really fucking cool. Like, looking at the ground with the footbridge in the background, like, it's, it's actually really cool.
1: Yeah. Now they've they've done really well over there. I mean that's what happens when you get when you go from the start when you design a freshy. Yeah. You can work everything in your favor and things are looking good.
0: Hey um do you want to talk about uh the Saints and uh jiu-jitsu? Yeah, what's going on there? Dude, they've got a new dude, a tackling expert. John Donahue. Yeah. Donners? Yeah, Donners, mate. And he was actually an international jiu-jitsu champion. And, and he's and he's teaching them how to uh, how to tackle. Dude, he was also a, a bodyguard for for Nelson Mandela.
1: Well, I mean, he had thirty years off.
0: Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> was was he protecting him in prison? What's he going was on? Pretty chilled out for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he went in as an inmate, as an inmate, and kind of like you know, bled, blend, oh, blend, himself in. Yeah. Befriended him i tell you what, he's been working for Melbourne Storm. He's also worked at North, worked at Port, worked at Hawthorne, Geelong, Carlton, Essendon. I'm not impressed by this story anymore. Fucking sense he got the guy too late.
1: Yeah, I think so. And if you have a look at uh, Carlton, I would uh, sack him on the spot. Once, they, once they, Did they look at his LinkedIn profile at all?
0: I don't know. What do you, what do you put on a LinkedIn profile? Did Can you put, like, uh, Bodyguard, Nelson Mandela on your, on your LinkedIn? <laughs>
1: I'd put your photo with Nelson Mandela. Yeah,
0: sure. Ah.
1: And people go, what did you do for him? They go, taught him how to tackle. He was a, uh, you know what? He was good, Nelson Mandela. Everyone said this. He was good at forward line pressure. <laughs> Once the ball was kicked in there, he would lock in the ball. He was like um, he was like one of the forwards for Richmond. Uh, that They call it the Mandela manoeuvre at Richmond. The <laughs> Mandela manoeuvre, yeah. Is it, is it a little bit late in the season at round 15? You get this guy in. Bringing the tackling go, expert. Yeah, is that is that probably the wrong time to be doing this shit?
0: I figure that that could be like a February thing to do. I don't think. You yeah. feel much, I, don't, I don't really feel like that's a July situation. Um, yeah, and also, and also you know
1: you've missed you've missed the finals by quite some way. St Kilda they lost on the weekend anyway. Yeah, and you're like, oh cool, we get a tackling guy in. Okay, when should we do that? <laughs> uh, we we'll do that.
0: I reckon I reckon I reckon early July
1: we'll do that. Yeah, that's not bad. So we really. Come home with some Tom strong <laughs> tackles. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: that's not a bad idea. Yeah, because we want to kind of like, we don't want to finish 15th. We want to finish like 12th <laughs> and, then and, you know, get a lower pick in the draft, you know?
1: Yeah. Like a treat. Yeah, we're a smart team.
0: Hey, the, um, a bit of news about the SM Doctor who was involved in the uh, magical doping scandal.
1: Yeah, the saga. Yeah. What do we got? Not, not someone else. Don't tell me someone else has tainted their reputation.
0: I mean, Mister Dank obviously, you know, working a treat. But um, so mm. we've got the anti-aging doctor caught up in the Essence saga, found to have acted.
1: Hang on, hang on, hang on. Is this
0: Doctor Ageless? Uh could it? Could that be the guy? Yeah, yeah. Would that be right? Yeah, Robin Wilcott. Wilcott. Well, I guess if,
1: if he's if he's an anti-aging doctor, I would give him the moniker Doctor Ageless. Doctor Ageless. Yeah, I yeah, gotcha.
0: So the anti-anti-aging doctor caught up in the SN drug saga found to have acted at the highest end of unprofessional conduct, And Adam, Fury's punishment, punishment, mm. the anti-Asian doctor, who's probably making a good living, has been yeah. fined for
1: $7,000. Oh, that's a lot. That's, that's going to sting. Gonna hurt. That's going to hurt. Yeah, that's a... Oh, fuck. And he's based out of South Yarra, which is just next to Turak. I don't know if this guy can afford it,
0: <laughs> Dude, he fucking... uh, He got done. But they talk about him... Okay, so there's one bit where he marked a, a return from a player, like a result of a test. Yep. He marked that one alert. Uh huh. And then and it says, and, then, uh, and finding another was terrible. So he was making little notes himself. So one was like alert and one was terrible.
1: So he's getting a blood sample, writing alert on it, and just not following it up.
0: Pretty much, yeah. The doctor also failed to ensure the players had informed consent for the blood analysis. Instead relying upon Mr. Dank's word. Well, wait a second right here. Here we go. Uh, no wonder the, no the fine's so low. Danky's fucking word is his fucking bond. <laughs> I, be, I take that back, the age newspaper. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I know for a fact number of times, as Mr. Dank has said in the past, mm. uh, that sometimes paper records will disintegrate. Okay? That is a fact.
1: It's happened to the best
0: of us. The number of times I've gone to like look at stand-up notes or something like that, and they've disintegrated, and I have Absolutely. no idea of what I can talk about.
1: I mean, sure, you can go uh, to the States and read the Constitution that was written 240 years ago, but sometimes... <laughs> blood <laughs> tests and records about what you've given to players Vaporized
0: pretty much yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: see so he's he's gone to the wrong section at office works he's gone to the uh, quickly disintegrate section and that's that's a fucking mistake So I blame I blame whoever's in the in the blue polo shirt down at office <laughs> He's like I want to keep some records where do I go And they're like, oh you should go down that aisle and he's like, okay are these going to dis- they're like no Mr. Dank.
0: Oh, shit, man. The number of times, there, yeah, I go and get a bunch of A4 from a fucking office works, and then a week later, I find it vaporized. It's in a puddle, basically.
1: No, you, you can't even find it. That's how that's how vaporized it's become. It's gone like, back I'm to air. I'm sure end. I bought
0: paper. I'm, I, I think I bought paper, but I can't see any paper.
1: All it is is this uh, this little plastic uh, tubing that goes around the paper. I, uh, you know, like this little bit of plastic. I don't know how it does it. So that means that, all right, you say that he got a $7,000 fine. They were probably going to give him a $700,000 fine. And he went, hang on, hang on. I'm friends with Danky. And they're like, oh, why didn't you say so? Fuck, we, you shouldn't even be here.
0: Dude, I'm looking at here. Like, he has to pay, has to, has to pay the fine in three months, okay? Mm. Uh, fine, well, Dr. court was fined $7,000 to be paid to the Medical Board of Australia within three months. Mm. The tribunal noted that Mr. Wilcourt has left the country on a five-year contract and would be unlikely to abide by sanctions if he returned to a... Wait a second. He would be unlikely to abide by san- such sanctions if he returned to Australia. So what? I'm trying to work it out. Like, did he come back and he's like, I can do whatever I want? Like...
1: So basically they're saying because he's out of the country, he's not going to pay it within three months. This guy's gone rogue overseas. Dude. Dude. Dr. Ages. And I, I, would, I had a uh, – that's interesting that he's gone out of the country because I had booked a session with him next week. Yeah, yeah, get a little pick-me-up, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, you start to look a little older and I was hoping, you know, some of those players look great at the moment. Uh-huh. You know, uh, and I was just a bit like, you know what? I want to look like uh, a few of the Essendon boys running around.
0: Hey, uh, should we wrap up with a bit of a football Listen, in real life? Yes, please. From uh, – hmm, okay, I'll work it out. So it says anonymous.
1: Mate, I love it. Oh, hang on. Quickly, quickly. Uh, Jaywalking update. Oh, yeah, cool. Nothing. Oh, no, no, no ticket. Mate, I think, you know what? I'm going to call it now. They're all fucking I talk. Say, yeah, they're fucking scared, mate. They realise once they did a background search, after yeah, they wrote sure. down my details, and they walked away. It's like, you know, if you uh, gave Pablo Escobar... If you pulled him over and then you went back to the car in Colombia and then someone said, mate, that's Escobar, and the other cop would have gone, oh, God. Yeah. Yep. And that is exactly what has gone down here. Old mate, fucking, you know, anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law, don't take our photo. You were jaywalking. And there was Tracker. And mate, he's, he shat himself.
0: Hey, should we recommend then to all the junk dummies out there to jaywalk to their pleasure?
1: Oh, mate, you see a green man, you see a red man, you do what you fucking want because (laughs) ain't no PSO giving you fines. And if, if, if they dare approach you, you just, please, drop my name. Get the movement going. Just go, I know Adam Rosenmarks And they'll go, sorry, sir, continue, continue with your walking. Continue being the best you you can be. Yeah, continue in your walking in the fashion of a jay. So from anonymous,
0: uh, apologies Mm. for not writing in sooner, but the bar I worked at was graced with the pleasance of none other than the Essendon football clubs, Tom Stewart, Michael Hurley, Kyle Hooker, Connor McKenna, and Josh Green amongst others. After their loss to Fremantle early this year, they were responsibly drinking a few vodka Red Bulls, vodka Red Bull. Wow. That's
1: interesting. After, after a game that, that sounds weird. Like I imagine even if it was a day game, Mm. uh, that you wouldn't want Red Bull in your system.
0: Do you know anyone really who kind of does drink a vodka Red Bull? Like anyone who goes out for the night in town and gets the Red Bull into them?
1: Uh, I actually, I don't. I Because I, I imagine it, it's a weird mix of uh, being really hammered. Upper and, and down also, yeah yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. That old sweet combo. Like, your, mm. well, I guess your, your Red Bull and your Stillnox. Mm. Which we regularly do. <laughs> oh, mate, that's how
0: I get around. But I just think that's an, it's an odd choice. Um, Stuart was doing the team thing and buying rounds for the boys, in brackets, doing very well for himself, in no, cash. Absolutely. And asked go. for details on a particular nightclub he had been told to head to. Upon informing him that the venue was a particularly young crowd, I felt reassured when he seemed disappointed by this. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, cool. As footballers of 10 years ago would likely have yearned for a crowd of drunken teenagers. Yeah, yeah good on you, Stu. Yeah, that's very good. Yeah. Uh, all of them were pretty relaxed with the attention they were receiving, with exception to Green, who was desperately trying to find a female companion. Okay, sorry. Sorry, Green. <laughs> um, uh, turns out being an AFL doesn't solve all your problems. Uh, uh, similarly, after the recent win against West Coast, I cited McKenna at a notorious Perth night. I'm, I'm reading this fresh, and so I'm, I feel like I'm going to stumble into something. Yep. <laughs> um, at the notorious Perth nightclub that had seen Cousins v. Kerr, Besto v. Bancroft. Uh, ben Duckett v. Jimmy Anderson over the years. Was that Metro, notorious Perth nightclub, cousins' curve. Yeah, it could, that Metro? yeah it could be. Yeah. Uh, Fremantle's Bailey Banfield was also there, enjoying himself without alcohol over the bye weekend. Isn't it good to see a young, well-off player being being able to go out and be in such a good mood without drinking? Such a role model. I like this that email. Is, this is a good email.
1: Yeah. Talking up the positives of these footballers.
0: I have a lack of details on this occasion, as shortly after I was spewing in a taxi and <laughs> remember nothing.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: So good email from uh, anonymous. When we say anonymous. Can I?
1: Can I just say though? Uh, I just went back and checked. So this was in uh, round two. It was at Optus Stadium, probably pre-footbridge era, mm-hmm. and it was a night game. So to go out and drink vodka Red Bulls. Seems a really, really odd choice.
0: After doing like a warm down and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, so I guess if it's a night game, then you probably wouldn't be out of there until... Oh, hang on, no, it was a twilight game. So they probably were out on the town by 10, Okay, gotcha. Cause but be- then wouldn't wouldn't they have got the red eye? Well, usually they... Well, well they'll try and head
0: back and kind of do a, um, a warm down in a pool or something like that.
1: Yeah, okay. I just thought they would want to try and get back to Melbourne to begin their recovery ASAP. Yeah, sure, sure. And we got one from Dan here too. Uh,
0: received an email from... Not a football in real life, footbridge in real life. Uh, received an email from Optus Stadium the other day to ask if I could volunteer some time to test out the new footbridge in exchange for some food vouchers on game days. Seeing as food at the new stadium now costs more than a meal at a Michelin star restaurant, I thought I might try it. <laughs> Might be time well spent. Turns out they needed a large group of people to walk across the bridge simultaneously to make sure it doesn't move too much. Um, either way, I can report back the bridge is very comfortable and shits all over the Adelaide footbridge. Them fight, oh, them, them, fighting words, mate. Oh, oh, them fighting words. <laughs> man, you can't just fucking drop that.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: but, yeah, Dan included a few photos of the footbridge in Perth, uh, which is looking an absolute treat.
1: Yeah, okay. Hey, can I just say, I... So, on the front bar on Wednesday night, uh, we had Shane Mumford on the show, who was just beginning his boxing career, fought on on Friday night and won. Oh, did he win? Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. But, and uh, the promoter of said boxing match was none other than uh, one Ricky Nixon.
0: Toot, toot.
1: But unfortunately, I had a gig on, and so I had to leave before the show had been recorded. And so Ricky was there. He brought my Big Mummy in. No way. And I missed out on an opportunity to be called a flog pod to, <laughs> to my <your> face. face.
0: <laughs> would you have brought it up, do you reckon?
1: Do you reckon you Absolutely wouldn't? fucking not, I would not
0: have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, toot, toot. Oh, good on Big Mummy.
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, just having a look at the photos of the guy... Um, he beat up, and I'm quite surprised that uh, Mummy could get any punches in over this guy's enormous breasts. Oh, really? Okay. He's quite out of shape. Okay, so
0: maybe it's a bit of a case of Rocky Three, like there. Uh, like Mickey said.
1: Ah, they were bums. He's fighting bums, but he, he wants to fight Paul Gallant from the NRL. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Who's who's undefeated, so they're on his way. He's you know, you gotta you gotta start somewhere, Michael, and if and if beating up a, a bum in, in the street or you know, at a at a Ricky Nixon organized fight is your way to the top, then we all have to start somewhere.
0: Having said that, if it was if it was mummy v. Ricky, I'd think I'd pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd d- for that.
1: I'd definitely pay for that.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I think it might hit the road. We are uh, junked up over Pod on Gmail. We're junked up over pod on Twitter and Facebook. Hawks are in the eight. Good news, Adam. we are Carlton?
1: Uh just outside the eight. You're gonna hit the road. Go Hawks. So if we win, if we win, okay, we're eight eight games and fifty six percent outside the <laughs> eight. <so. laughs> Fuck the Blues.